Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, May 24th. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy and PC has been conducting a Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise, uh, please fill out the Google Sheet. And if you're a newcomer, please let us know that you're a newcomer. Chaitanya? Hi, I'm a newcomer. Um, so I've been having issues with my current uh, H-1B. Uh, my H-1B received lawyer recently. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to change uh, the status to H-4. Uh, my fiance also lives in uh, US. He's on H-1B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have a question whether I can use the marriage certificate issued by the Texas County uh, for applying for change of status. Or do I need to you can it? you can, but the problem is you did receive the notice of intent to revoke for either internal project or multiple filings, is that right? Yes, multiple registrations. Yeah. So they would say that you didn't maintain the legal status though. Um, you may have to go back to India and get the H4 stamping. Okay. Okay. That would I'm be in your best interest. Not, uh... Uh, my employer did not respond to the lawyer yet. I I also applied for transfer and I received an RFE. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, this the, is a very common thing that is going on, ma'am. Okay. Okay. You need to consult a lawyer. Okay. And there is also a chance that when you go to India, they may bar you forever to come back into the United States. We need to be careful about that. Why? What are they telling is that you cooperated, you colluded with the employers in filing the multiple applications, thus by it's a misrepresentation in obtaining the immigration benefits, though. We are seeing that a lot in the consulate. So you will have to evaluate whether you want to risk it for or whether you want to go here in the United States, you want to go there. Mm -hmm. And then so you have to evaluate. It's better that you and your fiancé consult a lawyer, ma'am. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Uh, it's me. I can go to the next person. Indra. Recently, um, I have uh, I got an in- inspection. So uh-huh. my email saying that my current position is. Uh, I can't hear you properly, though. You may not. But you're getting cut off, Mr. Indra. Okay, go to the next person. Indra, okay. you need to figure it out with your mic, though. It's important right nowadays for you guys to figure it out. Zoom. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, so I am currently on H1. Uh, I have a valid I-797 until August 24th of this year. Um, and uh, I got a H1 extension already approved. That's starting on August 25th until 2026. Uh, so mm-hmm. I am planning to go for a stamping. I already have an appointment on uh, July 31st and planning mm-hmm. to return on August 9th. 
Uh, but okay. my attorney is asking me not to go for stamping on return on July 9th because this is no, before fine. the start of next petition. No, He's you're fine. You're not. You're okay. fine. You can go. Absolutely he's saying not it's a going to impact his, he's saying it's going to impact my H1B extension and it's not no, going sir. to start. No, like sir. That. No, no, no. Okay. That's wrong. The only thing okay. you need to be careful is when you come back into United States, mm-hmm. make sure, make sure that you uh, make sure that you uh, you get the I-94 until 2026. And if sometimes they accidentally give only until August uh, 25, there are ways to correct it, but just make sure that when you come back, they give it until 2026, okay? Okay, thank you. Sai? Uh, hi, Rahul. I have posted my question in the sheet. Uh, yes. My spouse have a stamp in H-1B from employer, but there is no travel opportunity. Employer is ready to take and give on-site opportunity. Can employer we apply for H-1B transfer from employer A when he is in India itself? Yes, they can. And, and then he doesn't have to go for stamping for H, uh, H-1B. He can still travel on company A's H-1B stamping with the company B's H-1B approval. The other thing is oh. that what about what visa status you are in? Sorry? What visa status you are in right now? I, I am on H-1. He, uh, yeah, he, you can, he can do what you are telling. He can come here, absolutely not a problem. Or he can come hmm. here on H-4 and transfer to H-1B. If that would be even H4, much better. You okay, can transfer on H1B. Be, okay, that so that petition easier. transfer, he can apply from here, you're saying, right? That's right. That is right. That would okay. be much easier. Okay, okay. In case, um, if the petition transfer is not approved, uh, will the old petition be valid? If the, if what petition is not approved? Petition transfer. Um, after, uh, I mean, if he comes here, if the petition transfer is not approved, or if he, I mean, it, at least approved. in India... It'll be, It'll be okay, okay. You said to me in, that his 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 H one B is stamped in the passport stamped. with company A, so it will yeah, be approved, correct. ma'am. It will be approved. Okay. 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 Cool. So it's better to do it here than in India, right? Right. That's much better. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you, Srinivas. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Srinivas Chakla. Uh, uh-huh. I'm on H one since October first, two thousand forty two, and uh-huh. my employer. Uh, has uh, given me a job until March, and in the March 31st, he terminated my employment. Okay, and uh, he did not revoke my H1. And uh, my question is, how long I can stay here uh, without uh, having any job? March is it, 31st, uh, from, uh, he terminated. Yeah. Uh, when is the last paycheck? Is 415 is right. So yeah, ma- right yeah, March now the right now the USCIS is interpreting as a March twenty uh, the last paycheck they're interpreting they're interpreting though. So April fifteenth is my last paycheck for the uh, month of March. So until June fifteenth, I can stay here. Well, you can calculate sixty days much better than I do. Yes, sir. Next person, please. Yeah, it's, they're calculating it as a pay stub. But if you don't get any job, apply for the B2 visa, okay? Next person, please. Okay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm currently on my H1B and they have my employer has applied for my perm and I'm still waiting on it. Um, Mm -hmm. Although um, my passport is up for renewal in like 10 months, um, the main issue is I have FNU in my name. So uh, because of that, I have been facing this FNU issue everywhere in the U.S., 
So the I best, the best, the this, best, the best way to resolve it is that you can go to a local lawyer and apply for okay. a name change, though. And then from mm -hmm. that, then then at one, then onwards, it'll be easier everywhere. You have a court document saying that your name is changed from X name to X name, and then you can have whatever name you want to, and from there you can keep on changing everywhere going forward. Okay, and the, does the timeline matter when I change because my firm is under uh, no. processing? That... No, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't okay, matter. you so can I change right now. You, you can, yeah, you, yeah, local lawyer, just name change, local lawyer. You have to go to the local lawyer. And then once you get the name change, even though POM has a different name, your I-140 can mm -hmm. have a different name. Okay, got it. And the same thing with uh, H-1B renewal as well, right? I-129. That's right. Whenever you go for the renewals, you have to. You don't have to go and amend the things. Okay. 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 And if I don't yet uh, change my I one twenty nine or the H one B visa stamp, if I go out of the country and come back, is that still fine with a That's different passport with that, the name in the that, passport? Yeah, that is still still fine. Next person, please. Okay. Thank Hi. you. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so, like. Uh, uh, like I'm an HNB since last uh, October, and my uh, my employer, old employer, has uh, withdrawn the application on March 31st, and I found a new employer, a new job, and uh, they filed the HNB on April 4th, and they did it under premium. So they got an RFE for special occupation. They have submitted RFE last week. So I'm just want to know, like, if it gets if RFE. Yeah, I mean, if yes, they, like, if uh, my yeah, it's denied. Then, then will I, I uh, like will I be having any grace period? So what will be like, what should be my course of action? We, I have a long term project. Yeah, we you can always find some other company to file a H one B within sixty days after your H one B gets denied. We've been successful sometimes. We've been failed in sometimes. If you fail, then you'll have to go outside the country and come back. If you're successful, then you practically you don't have to do anything. We use okay. a sixty-day so, gap when you get the denial from the company B. Okay, after the company B get denied, so still have a great right. time of sixty days. We yeah. tried it. Sometimes we're successful. Sometimes we're not. So, so it's okay. So I can uh, consult you in person for that. Okay. Uh, sure. What I'm telling, not con I didn't say consult me though. I said, find another okay, company okay. to file a H-1B. Okay, so after it is getting denied, if it get denied. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, okay, because okay. My, my only question was because my, my grace period was as uh, already started on April 1st. I know, I think, every, uh, every because, company, yeah. you, you'll get grace period for every company though. Got okay. it, got it, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so Next much, person, sir. please. Yoga. Hi, um, Rahul. So I was denied admission at the Chicago airport uh, under section 212-7A. And uh, I've recently... Reason? Appeared, uh, reason? Reason was uh, um, I there was improper documentation and uh, they felt there was fabrication of resume. Uh, okay. And uh, so I appeared for an interview last week on the 18th here in Hyderabad. And uh, mm -hmm. the consulate officer has given me a sheet uh, under section 212 6 ci and he said i can apply for a waiver uh, 
waiver and uh, if i get a waiver i can uh, come back and meet him so i just wanted to know what my chances are to because my wife is back in uh, in the states so what visa status she is in she is on f1 uh oh okay one second uh i want you to watch this video if you needed to you need to consult a lawyer by name uh by name uh, steven brown okay Okay, I'll uh, give you the link of that detail to you. Sure. But uh, will there One be second. at all? That's will like, there be what? Will there be any chances of me getting a waiver at all? Is my question. When you say chances, is there a chance I can get two hundred and thirty million dollars in no. the next two weeks by applying the lottery? Yes. What are the prob? You need. You should not ask any time a lawyer chances. We'll uh, uh, or all the answer will always be yes. Okay. what are the probabilities of getting the waiver yeah. um, 5 to 10% so, and um, how long would the process take typically but if we to are going i want you to watch the video next person okay. please okay i just made for this only ankur um yeah hi uh, my question was that i uh, i am on a l1 visa and uh, mm-hmm. my i40 got approved about 2 months back however mm-hmm. uh, today in the meta layoffs i got uh, i got laid off today so i'm kind Damn. of uh, yeah uh, so i'm actually wondering now what are the options that i might have in front of me can i apply because my i40 is approved does that mean that i can actually go ahead and uh, seek another employer uh, and transfer my i40 to that employer or what are the other options that oh, how how can you didn't file the 485 did you no it wasn't current i was told okay. uh, the, yeah it was filed under eb1c category and uh, you got an i140 approval from meta under eb1c and you got yes. laid off damn yeah. i can't see any more unlucky person than you are yeah <laughs> i'm sorry to say that but oh man yeah now the problem is that you can't how can you seek an employment with somebody else on l1 you can't yeah you but don't have I'll... h1b do you have h1b no Before? i don't have an h1b no uh okay well, the, what are you thinking what are the options according to you i'm i i lost my mind i actually did uh, some google search and what i could figure on only was that because it's a i40 is approved that means i can uh i could be uh, employed with somebody else and i can transfer my i40 to the new employer uh, no. but i'm not too sure you're right I, that mm-hmm. you're right on the transferring of the i140 to eb2 or eb3 but you mm-hmm. can't be employed how can you stay in this country and employed you can transfer the i140 that's a different issue uh so but if i'm transferring an i40 with a new employer will not not be counted as employment then no no you you're under mistaken assumption on that thing okay? okay so i don't have anything you will have to leave the country i mean you can move on to f1 you can move on to the b2 visa but then onwards what is the work visa you don't have an option of O one is one thing that you can consider if you're eligible for. Look into the O one visa, okay? Yeah, exceptional abilities and all. I don't think yeah. I'm eligible. Yeah, just a, yeah. Then you will have to leave the country, sir. You have and to leave the country, okay? Does that uh, do I get the two months period from the date which is my last date or uh, last date of employment after the notice period, or is it two months from now only itself from the date of notice? From, uh, not from the date of notice. When is the last paycheck from you? Twenty uh, eighth of July. Two months from now, that time. Two months from there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank Next you. Next person, please.
that is very, very unfortunate to get the EV1 approved. I mean, that's that's worth yeah. three, four million dollars, or probably much more than that. But unfortunately, it's not good for you. Next person, please. Anruta. I don't know if Hi. you somehow can get back to the meta. That will be much better. I don't know if you can, but I don't know. Uh, go ahead, Amrita. Uh, sorry. Uh, so, hi. Um, so, I am on F1 Your company is possible uh, to supplying H1B for I would like to be the first employee of this company to undergo the process. I have three questions. My, your, your employer doesn't need to. Uh, they can hire an external lawyer for H1B. Okay. Can an employee bear the entire cost? The answer is no. What are the costs okay. associated involving in filing the H1B? Approximately around two. How many employees does the company has? Like, More than 25, uh, less than 25. Uh, uh, no, it's around 200. Yeah, that's only about 2,500 is a filing fees. Uh, plus okay. maybe, you know, whatever the lawyer's fees is, okay? Uh, can, can you, can the employee bear the entire cost? Answer is no. Mm -hmm. uh, what documents are required? Mostly forms, uh, but the basic information, gross income, net income, tax ID number, small information that is required though. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there anything called DOL number or something like that? Uh, no. This is called tax okay. ID number, but no DOL number, ma'am. Okay. 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 Thanks a lot. Yeah. It's good that you're inquiring right now rather than inquiring in March of 2024. Okay. Uh, make a base there. Be in touch with the HR. That That's a key person that will uh, get you the H1B. Okay. What's the company's name? I can check if they've ever filed H1B or not. Okay. Uh, it's called um, Texas Monthly. I know that magazine. I read that. Yeah. That's going to be very tough. So, um, yeah. I, I don't see them um, yeah, that they have. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have not filed before. Yeah. So, so is it possible to uh, hire an external lawyer? Uh, you can, but they have to, they have to hire they it, have not to. you. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, and what are the what is the total charge? Uh, like uh, it will be use... around four thousand, ma'am, approximately, including the five. Four thousand, including yeah. everything. Four thousand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next Thanks. person, please. Hey, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is Hemant here. Uh, I am currently on H one, and I was impacted by the layoffs uh, at Google, and I am currently in my grace period right now, and mm -hmm. I. Uh, I was fortunate to get another uh, offer, which is also a full-time. Uh, but what happened right now is they have, like my last date was on March 31st. They applied somewhere at the end of April. And now that H1B transfer is in RFE state. So I want to understand what are my alternatives uh, in case of the RFE. Well, the, is the RFE because of the more than 60 days or what is the RFE about? RFE is about speciality occupation is what they told. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you can always try one more sixty days if it's only specialty occupation. If it gets denied, okay, you can you okay. can go with some other company. Or the same company can file one more H one B also. Okay, yeah, it's a big company, so basically, I hope they could file or one more. Yeah, thing if it's a big company, you need to find some other small company to file H one B. Okay, okay, because they will not file it again. But okay, mm -hmm. but the other thing is, uh, can I? I'll apply for a B1, B2 visa right now. And because it takes anyway four to five months, 
if the H1B gets approved, I can withdraw it later. Right. Can that be possible? Is something I'm thinking actually. Yeah. I don't see any loss. There is always, I don't see any loss in you doing so though. But one thing is that, um, you know, you can, you can do that. I don't see any loss in it. But some of the officers may be reluctant to approve the B2 or some of the officers may be approve the H1B at a later date because they may say that you exhausted the 60 days and the second H1B, which we call it as a bridge application, has been denied. But as I said to you, there is no, I don't see a loss. It may be profitable for you. It may not be profitable for you. But for the amount of money that you are spending, it probably is one. Yeah. Okay. Because withdraw it, withdraw, withdraw yeah. it once you get the approval. Because my approval, I would be knowing. I got it. I got four, it. I got four it. to five I weeks. Got it. Yeah, I got it. Withdraw it if if the approval does, if the approval comes in, withdraw it. Otherwise, stay on there and try to get H one with a different company. Next person, please. Hello. Um, yes. Hi. Thank you for uh, taking my call here. Um, I'm basically on H one visa right now, and uh, my current visa stamp expires in December of 2024. Mm -hmm. um, I'm filing I485 currently. Um, so my question is, if I visit India in December and Miraculously, if the I-485 gets approved while I'm in, in, in India, can I come back using advanced parole if I have the AP with me? Or if my AP is also approved concurrently with the green card as well? Even if you can come back on H-1B, you can come back and using an AP. Either of those things are good. Okay, even though my green card is already approved because I don't want to Absolutely. mail my, have somebody mail my green card to India. I, I, the best, no, the best way is to mail though. Have somebody pick it up and take it. That would be the best way, though. If you cannot do that, use the AP or H1B. Have okay. somebody fly it. Okay. Mailing is fine to FedEx is good too. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Thank you so much. Bharat? Yeah, this question comes a lot, Vikram, that uh, while, huh? if, while you're outside the country, if you get the approval, what will happen? You can come back and advance for all. They won't mind anything. Go ahead, Bharat. Uh yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, I don't know why they call Bharat, but my name is Ram. And my question is, uh, I joined a new company and it's a, a uh, hedge fund. So on the first day, uh, they mentioned I have to disclose all the brokerage accounts I have, like 401k or any Robinhood or anything like that. And also they mentioned if I have any uh, outside business activity, which is um, uh, even if it is employ uh, like uh, compensated or non-compensated. So I am working as a uh, contractor for another uh, employer with concurrent H-1B. So I don't want to disclose the second job uh, in the part of uh, outside business activity. So my question is, will like companies like hedge fund, financial companies, will they track my SSN activity or, or where I'm getting pace from? Um, I can only tell you this, that they are not, they cannot track it. That's all I can tell you. Whether it's, okay. uh, uh, whether it's a good thing, whether it's a bad thing is a different issue. I'm not advising you on the contracts and other issues. I'm just advising you only on the, uh, I'm only advising you on the uh, immigration part. I don't see any problem. A lot of people are doing it. Okay. But in general, uh, will any companies can track? I, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to answer the question. What I see, what I see in the people who are immigrants, they are doing it. Nothing is happening with them. That's all I can tell. Next person, please. Uh, 
Hi. Uh, hi Rahul, am I audible? Yes, you are. Yes. I am on an F1 visa and my, unfortunately I got dismissed from a university. And the day that happened, I took uh, I took my service transfer into a day one CPT college. And mm-hmm. then I started applying for other universities. Now mm-hmm. I got an admit. Now my doubt is, should I transfer the service because I'm worried my history of dismissal is always going to be there on that service? Or should I generate wait, a new wait. service? From so, the so, so, so you, you got... You were dismissed from University A. Yes. You moved to University B. Did the yes. transfer, service transfer, took took okay? Was there any problem took, with the service transfer? No, it took place, but the course hasn't started, so I have not yet registered to any course. But don't you have to go outside the country and come back in? Uh, no. If it if if it is within five months, they didn't. They said you can transfer the course and start the course. No, if it is within five months, you'll have to go outside the country and come back in. If it's more than okay. five months, you have to go get the staffing. Once so you've okay. been... Ter- five months, I, I can go back and come into the country. That is not a problem. But my doubt is, now to the University C. I got an admit into University C. Should I keep the same service or generate a new one? Um, I thought that when you moved to comp- University B, there was a new service issued for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, the service transfer happened. Oh, service transfer happened? Yes. If the service transfer happened, I don't see any why you have to go outside the country. You don't have to go outside mm-hmm. the country if the service transfer happened. Yes. But if to university C, should I transfer or should I take a new one? Because the history of dismissal no. university C is not aware of. And I don't know what the risks are. And you haven't joined this university yet, though. The classes have not no. started yet. No. When would the classes started with this university? July 15th. And uh, when is the classes starts with the new comp- uh, university C? August 25th. I would want you to transfer after the classes starts with university B. After paying the first semester, though. So, uh, but I think so that the best way would be actually for you to consult a lawyer and the best lawyer in our office for this is Emily Newman. Emily Newman. Yeah, because she sure. speaks in the conferences of the DSOs. She's invited many times to speak there, okay? Okay, okay. Thanks, Rahul. But give the dates and all the transfers of how it happened. Also check the online system where you're in the civil system before you make consultation with us, with her. Next sure. person, please. Hi, sir. Uh, Suraj, Suraj, technically speaking about, since your friend did not get the stamping of the company A in the passport, he is not counted toward the H-1B number. So he cannot transfer it. Now, I have seen sometimes the immigration transferring it. You can try it. That's 25% success rate, 75% failure rate. You can try it. But if the person would have got the stamping, though, it would have been completely different issue. You got it? Uh, okay, so stamping was the problem. St- stamp, if the stamping would have happened, everything would have been much better. Uh, okay. So he was under the assumption that he can uh, transfer. No. Uh, his employer Next. is also saying can do. Well, they'll, as I said, if the company B is saying that you can do it, go try doing it, but it's only 20, uh, 25% success rate. Okay. Okay, sir. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Hello, sir. Uh, my question is, what kind of company my wife can start? The H4, H4 uh, GCEAD, your wife is. She can yes. start whatever kind of company, LLC, PLC, PLC, whatever kind of company. She doesn't come out of the jurisdiction of immigration. 
So S corp, all those she can do. S yes, she can do S corporation or C corporation. Now here is a question, Mr. Srivatsava. If mm-hmm. the accountant says that she can't do S corporation, tell I spoke with the immigration lawyer. She can, according to the definition of the IRS, she mm-hmm. is a resident of United States. The when okay. you go to the CPAs though, they will look into no 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 no. She is not resident according to the US def. USCIS definition, she is not arrested. They should not be looking into the USCIS definition. They should look into the IRS definition. According to the IRS definition, she falls to be a resident of the United States, thus by subjected to the social security taxes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So okay. She, can, uh, she can be a partner in the S corporation. Okay? Oh, and the owner, right? Absolutely. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry, we couldn't address all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.